Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. Welcome you again for our podcast this week. Just a couple of weeks away from from Easter, actually. Uh, we're right in the middle of March now and zooming towards April. I was thinking about last year at this time, of course, COVID had just kind of become the thing that we were dealing with. The pandemic started and people, you know, church, we had to dismiss and ended up not actually having our regular Easter services and just a lot of things that we, that really changed everything uh, last year in respect to how we normally lived out our life from day to day, how we traditionally had certain things that happened that we just couldn't do because of COVID. And, and now it's a year later, we're still dealing with it. And, uh, Hopefully this year will be completely different, of course, in respect that we'll get to uh, be in service on Easter Sunday and, and uh, you know, things are evolving with vaccines and all that stuff now available. It'll be a different year this year and is already, but it's going to be a whole lot different this Easter. But the message of Easter is going to be exactly the same. Uh, and that is Jesus is alive. He's risen. He is uh, not in the grave. Uh, no pandemic can hold him down. No, nothing, no death, no cross, nothing can hold him down. And he, uh, he's the somebody that I want to talk about today uh, that I think of all the thoughts that I have shared over the last year and that I hopefully will get to continue to share for a while, this thought that I'm sharing today is just really about Jesus. It's about the somebody that every one of us need to meet, get to know, have a relationship with, and live for because of all that he can do in our life. A lot of times people are real enamored with uh, the rich and the famous and and the well-known and we've had our, you know, we've had our brushes with fame and, and we've rubbed elbows with people that, uh, you know, you would know. And in fact, let me start today. Let me start my thought by just sharing a little bit about one of the things that happened a number of years ago in our lives that um, had to do with one of our brushes with fame, so to speak. In 2004, and I know my son who is editing this right now and as he's listening to it. He's going to say, oh, dad, but uh, this is a part of our life. And it was it was really a kind of an interesting part uh, as he went through the process of being on a program that most of you have probably heard, American Idol. But in 2004, our oldest son, Brock, decided on a dare from some of the guys in his Norman Evangel, where he went to college, uh, to try out for American Idol. Now, son, as you're listening to this and you're saying, no, dad, that's not the way it was, I'm just relating the thoughts that I'm sharing according to my memories. They may, all, may not all be correct, but this is just my thoughts. So leave it at that. Anyway, he drove to St. Louis for the tryouts, went through the process, making it through the first three phases of judging. He finally found himself before Simon, Randy, and Paula. And in fact, before he had to go before them, uh, he'd come home already after the initial uh, tryout phases. 
And we all went back up together. We we rode up, spent the night, and then he tried out, uh, went going through the process of being before the judges. And the morning of the final tryout, we lined up with a couple hundred of other hopefuls that uh, had made it that far, and they were waiting to get in to see, you know, sing for Simon, Randy, and Paula. And we stood uh, outside. They had a stand outside before they let us in. Uh, with a young blonde woman and her mother who had just happened to be from a town in Oklahoma that we drove by every time we went to Dallas to see my wife's parents who lived there. Uh, She lived in a little town right off the highway there, and we got to talking to them. We spent the better part of probably an hour waiting in line with that young lady and her mom, kind of just finding out their story and telling them who we were and whatever. And uh, then we moved inside the hotel to the large holding room where everyone stayed until they were called to sing for the judges. And she ended up being one of the first to get to try out that day. Unfortunately, Brock was one of the last, so it was a long day. But uh, the result for both of them was the same. They came out with golden paper, you know, ticket that said uh, and announced to everyone they had made it to Hollywood. They were going to get to fly to Hollywood and be on the the uh, next part of the show. Well, I'm sure by now you know where this is going. Uh, Brock and that young lady uh, flew together out of Tulsa to Hollywood a couple months later. Uh, They got to visit some, they got to know each other, kind of became friends a little bit while that process was happening. And uh, when he got cut in the second or third round in Hollywood, uh, she, uh, according to him, and I hear, here's where he may, his memories may be different than mine, and maybe I've, I don't know. But anyway, uh, she, she got uh, visibly upset uh, because she'd never flown before in the first place. Uh, the flight from Tulsa to Hollywood was her first flight, and she was concerned about who she was going to fly home with. And he, I think, basically conveyed to her that she might need to get used to flying because she's probably going to be doing a lot of it. And she has. Uh, her name was Carrie Underwood, and she was that year's American Idol. And, of course, she's gone on to win about every music award there is over the last several years. And and really, it's, it's kind of like... In country music, if you say Reba, you know you're talking about Reba McIntyre. If you say Willie, you know you're talking about Willie Nelson. If you say Carrie, you know you're talking about Carrie Underwood. That's just how famous she is, uh, and everybody knows her. That day in St. Louis, though, we had no idea that we were spending time with a young lady that would go on to become that year's winner and somebody known virtually the world over. We were in the presence of somebody that day that the world would soon recognize as being great because of her talent and what she was going to accomplish. We knew there were a lot of talented and tremendous singers all around us, but we had no idea that the greatest talent of all was right there talking to us and we were spending time with her. So where's my thought of application today? What's the point that I'm trying to make? We spend a few hours, or we spend a few hours with what the world recognize, recognizes as greatness that day. We didn't take it for granted. We just didn't recognize it. Brock knew that she was good. He had heard her and said, she's really good. Of course, he said that about a lot. He said, you can't believe how many great singers there are just right here in St. Louis in this tryout, let alone you know, out of the hundreds of thousands that try out every year, 
But here's, here's what I'm saying. We didn't take for granted the greatness that we were in the presence of. We just didn't recognize it. It hadn't been discovered yet. But it's something that we look back on and we'll never forget. Meeting Carrie Underwood that day will always be a great memory for us. But being in her presence didn't change our lives, really, or anything. It's just a memory that we have that we were there that day that her American Idol journey really began before the world ever knew who she was. And I'm sure all of us could tell a story about how we've come into contact with talented, famous, recognizable people that the world swoons and falls all over themselves for. But people that are when it comes down to it, just people, just people. And none of the people we might think of as being somebody can do in our lives what the somebody that is really somebody can do. And of course, I'm talking about somebody who wants to have a personal relationship with us that's more important than Elvis or Mickey Mantle or Santa Claus or any any other famous person you might be able to mention. <laughs> I have a whole list of names, but I won't go through all of them. Too many famous people that we all know that we think are great for one reason or another, but none of those people are as important as the person I'm talking about. They're all somebody, but they're not the somebody that can do great things in us, for us, and through us like Jesus. Somebody that healed the man that was sick of palsy in Capernaum that day that can heal you and I. Somebody that delivers the bound and the captive and can set any of us free. Somebody that has performed miracles for others and can perform one in our life. Somebody that really is somebody who's waiting for you and I to invite him into our house, into our situations, our problems, our storms, our relationships, and our lives, so that whatever we need him to do, he can do. I said we need that somebody that heal person after person, the like the man that I mentioned that was sick of palsy in Capernaum on that day, that nobody else could do anything for. The somebody I'm talking about today that we can come into contact with, that wants us to come into contact with, that is the the, the height of greatness, <laughs> even greater than Elvis or Carrie or Reba or Mickey or whoever, wants to touch us and deliver us and heal us and do things for us that will literally change our lives. Like I said, we were in the midst of greatness that day for several hours, but Carrie Underwood didn't change my life. But I can tell you that Jesus has changed my life. We need to start recognizing that Jesus, the somebody who really is somebody, is here in this world right now with us, and He's in our house. And he wants to change everything. And we need to stop missing out because we aren't looking for who and what is right in front of us and around us all the time. Sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. We can't see the Savior and the Spirit and the moving of God that's among us because we're looking for something else in some other way. I, I know a lot of people that have come to church and God was moving in great and mighty ways, but because He wasn't moving in a specific way, they missed Him altogether. They couldn't see who He was and what He was doing, what He wanted to do. And the religious people of Christ's day 
We're looking for something else altogether. And no matter what he did, no matter what miracles he performed, no matter what great and mighty things of God he did, they just couldn't see him for the somebody that he was, even though he was God. They didn't recognize him. We need to recognize him, friends, and we need to respond to him and receive from him. So how do we do that? Well, one thing, one place that's a good place to start is is through repentance. That might be a good starting place for some of us, asking God to forgive us for taking his presence for granted, for not recognizing him and 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 recognizing that he he he's he's already he's always been there ready to help us and change us and heal us and deliver us and provide for us. I can tell you one thing I'm certain of today. My thought isn't real hard today. It's real simple. Jesus is here with us in this world today, ready to be somebody in our life that can change everything. His power is with us. His healing is in us. His ability to perform miracles is with us. Somebody is ready to touch you at any given time, change your life, change your situation, change everything. Over the years, I've found that Jesus and Jesus alone is the one who can get us through our hardest, most difficult times if we'll turn to him in those times and let him in the house, let him into the circumstances that we're dealing with, let him be the greatest somebody of all that we cannot live our lives without. I've shared about the Abercrombie family, family in our church in Southwest City that over the course of several years lost three of their four children to tragic automobile accidents. Unimaginable. I had the the honor and the opportunity and yet the challenge to perform all three funerals for those children, all who were teenage to adult. And I, I don't know that I've ever been in a situation where I depended on somebody, Jesus, more to help me be the pastor that that family needed every time we had to do another funeral for one of their children. It was absolutely unimaginable. And I still, thinking back on it, think I don't know how they survived, how Jerry and Linda ever got through. I don't. I just don't know. And yet I do. They got through because somebody was with them. Somebody strengthened them, encouraged them with, with something beyond words, with a presence that was their saving grace. And of course, that somebody was Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God that never left them nor forsook them during all of those tragedies. I don't know who's listening today. I don't know what you're dealing with. I can tell you this. Carrie can sing a great song that'll make you maybe feel good for a few minutes as you're listening to it. There are others that people know, everybody may know, they may be world famous, that could maybe lend something positive to your life or can encourage you in some way or another. But I can tell you today as a part of this thought, there's only one person in all the world that's the somebody 
you and I need to be looking to and reaching out to for the help that we need, no matter what kind of help it is we need. And that's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the risen Savior, the one that loves you and I more than we can ever fathom, ever know. <laughs> it's just not, you can't know how much he loves you. And yet he tried to tried to show you, and he tries to tell you every day, if you're listening, how much he loves us. I, uh, I've had the good fortune to come into contact with a lot of famous people, I guess, directly or indirectly through the years. In fact, <laughs> although he doesn't look at himself this way and he's, he's not known the world over, he's pretty well known in Northwest Arkansas and you know, the area he lives in for, you know, the celebrity that he has, has gained over the years. But it's interesting to, to Brock's mother and I, when we are in that area and visiting, we go out to stores, to shopping or to restaurants and people recognize our son and they'll come up to him and say, aren't you Brock? Or, you know, we see you on commercials or you're on the, you know, we listen to you on the radio and we realize that our son is somebody. <laughs> but you know what? We're all somebody in our own way. We're all famous to God because he created us. But the more important thing is the somebody that is famous to us that can change our lives, can change our situations, and will if we'll give him the chance. That's what I want to invite you that are listening in today to do is give him a chance. Give somebody whose name is Jesus, the chance to change everything right now if you'll just reach out to him. I'm going to pray today before we close, and I'm going to pray for you. Father, you know specifically who's listened to this podcast this week. You know exactly what they're dealing with. And Lord, they may have met some famous people in their lives, but they'll never meet anybody more famous than you. God, I pray that if they haven't met you yet, they will, and they'll realize that they have come into contact with and have a relationship with somebody that really is somebody. Lord, whatever they're dealing with, I pray that you'd take care of it, change it, heal it, deliver them from it, create a miracle for whatever it is they need a miracle for. But Lord, help us, help us, God, to know you the greatest somebody of all, in Jesus' name. Well, that's my thought for this week. I know it's been a little bit different, but uh, maybe you can relate. Maybe, maybe you know you need to know somebody today like you've never known him before. That's my thought. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, I love you. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.